Yes! Well, hello! Hi, guys! Top of the morning! I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's not morning. <laughs> it's definitely 6... 6 p.m. Not quite yet. We've had a, uh... We've had a day. Mm-hmm. And we had a night. Mm-hmm. And now we're back tonight. Yep. And... We have two more episodes to record after this. We're gonna get this well done. Crooked News. And it's, uh, interesting that you mentioned that because you're listening to Talk Crooked, um, <laughs> the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie. And we're everywhere now. We are everywhere. <laughs> and, and, and nowhere. <laughs> we are everywhere and nowhere we are still in this room i'm in denial <laughs> <laughs> and i'm handling it if with wine <laughs> if you are listening to us on spotify hello hello this is a first hi <laughs> all of you <laughs> welcome please go follow us on all our social media which is going to be plugged with our new plug at the Woo! end of today's episode hope y'all enjoy that no one will know the difference i'm sure no it's no fine. i'm sure they will if they're true fans so no <laughs> it'll be in the trivia game yeah later <laughs> well this podcast will be so big we'll have a trivial pursuit <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> You're not helping the situation. Sorry, I was trying to make us laugh. I know, it's funny. It made me laugh. Ooh, I'm stressed. Okay, but we're not going to be stressed. We've had a shot. We're sipping some delicious wine today. We're slip, uh, we're, we're slipping it up. We're, we're, we're changing it up. Ch- yeah. And slipping it up. <laughs> uh, right up the butt. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, was a, it was a sneak attack. And... <laughs> Wrong all. <laughs> yeah, surge I, protector. We're we're slipping it into the surge protector. Yes, we're just slipping it right in. Um. So, um. At the top of this, we're we're gonna start plugging this. Uh. Because we. Uh. Want to make sure that we give this the attention it deserves. So. Yes. Um. Sh- quick shout out to our friend Amanda from the Lexington Bookie. Um. Book. Blog. Um. Head on over. Give that a check out. Um. Get her. Um get her page views up yeah um she's we're we're in a collab with uh with her she's um she's taking our first 10 episodes right now it's just the first 10 episodes but i think she's doing all of them yes um she's going to be pairing books um with all of our subjects for our episodes which is super super cool so give her a quick shout out give her give her blog a look she's an incredible writer and she's just funny and so sweet to talk to mm-hmm. and just i mean she's amazing the first yeah. time we hung out just the two of us we like blinked and it was like six hours and we'd had like a whole <laughs> bottle of wine it was amazing i still have the travel mug that she gave me full of coffee Aww. it's not still full of coffee she made me a cup of coffee and a travel mug to take with me because i had to drive home that night and it was three hours from lexington oh, to my house um <clears throat> I still have it. I still haven't given it back. Sorry. Um, love you. <laughs> and we just really appreciate that. And we really want to get her her click counter up. So yeah. head on over, check it out. It's pretty cool. Maybe you'll find some new a new read. Yeah, and it's amazing that she likes us enough to do this. Oh yeah, it because, takes a lot of work, you guys. Yeah, because uh, that is genuine fan dedication. Y'all should learn. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And um, if you want to head on over to our Patreon. <laughs> uh, yeah, we ain't too proud to beg. Yeah. So we have a Patreon subscriber now, which is super cool. Yeah. And we have sponsors. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And our Patreon is searchable now. Sorry about that, y'all. Yeah. Um, that I was made, super weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, I made it 18 plus because we curse yeah yeah it's explicit content and um apparently that's only for the nude people and porn people yeah that that post stuff on um patreon i didn't know that yeah and, um, <laughs> it's fine <laughs> it's forgivable we figured it out yeah. you know after 27 episodes um yeah pete dumbass <laughs> had to email patreon and be like um so i made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> did um, you really t- I had to email Patreon. You couldn't get just just click a thing and get it lifted. Oh my no. god! No, like they have to review your page and make sure that oh. you're not sharing porn, and then remove it. Yeah, because so. they don't have an age limit on who can subscribe. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but so. now you can search for us. You can find us now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going to our website and clicking the link, you can actually search us on the Patreon app. So just yeah. head over there, give us a subscribe. And you can donate at $1, you can donate at 5 every little bit helps, um, mm-hmm. but we want to do this all the time. So yeah. please head over and donate if you like us. Um, just a dollar a month isn't that big of a deal, and then you get access to me shitting my pants uh, <laughs> while Kay tells me horrific stories, and lots of other content that we've got coming for that, uh, yeah, which is super cool, and you get a free poster, yeah, which is pretty cool well, at certain levels. If you, if you donate at 10 or above, you're going to get a free poster, Um and twenty five dollars a month, you get to pick an episode topic. Yes. So, um, and you get a shout out. You, you're going to get a shout out on air, like at any level, right now. Yeah. So it, once we get too many and we can't, we're gonna, <laughs> then well, we'll have to revise that. But yeah. At this point, anyone who anyone who su- who subscribes to our Patreon gets, gets a shout out. Gets a shout out, and yeah. we'll make fun of your name in a really fun and sweet way, and it'll be really cute. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just gonna drink my wine a little bit. I'm just gonna guzzle. Mm. One could Ugh. do that. But should one? But should one? <laughs> okay, so this week. We are discussing. I'm Fuck. Uh-huh. Ugh. We had sushi earlier. Yeah. And it was really spicy. <laughs> it was really good. It but was amazing. Yeah. And I'm trying to get Kay to move here, but it's fine. <laughs> We went and got coffee this morning yes. at the cutest coffee shop in my town. It was amazing. And then we went and got sushi, which was delicious and way cheaper than anywhere I've ever had it. And yeah. we don't have food poisoning. So that's a win yeah. in my book. Please don't jinx that. Yeah. I'll knock on wood. <laughs> Hello, excuse me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's not ASMR. Um, okay. So this week we are talking about. Schizophrenia. That was really ugly, but it's fine. It's fine. So this is the disorder that got me into psychology. Nice. As one who watched Fight Club on repeat <laughs> for two years. <laughs> I don't even know. So long. That's it fair. It just stayed in my DVD player. It's still one of my top favorite movies. It's on my Desert Island list. It's fucking phenomenal yeah if you haven't fucking seen fight club get your shit together anyway yeah i'm looking at you (laughs) 
Oh, I just knew. Yeah, I know you haven't <laughs> fucking seen it. It's amazing. I I, wa- I walk by it every day at work. It's I'm like, so I really should good. grab that and watch it. You really should, Kay. Well, I, it's it is on my list because Ed Norton is in it, and I love him. And Brad Pitt. Yeah. If you want to fall in love, that's where I fell in love with Brad Pitt. Him and his crazy laugh in that movie. <laughs> yeah, girl. <clears throat> that's when I discovered that he was more than just a heartthrob. Yeah. And a pretty face. Like, yeah. I hate the term heartthrob. I don't know why I fucking said that. That's <laughs> disgusting. It made my, it made me throb. But yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. The first rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club. Mm-hmm. The second rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club. And that is his schizophrenia. Yeah, and he has schizophrenia. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, it's amazing. I didn't know that until very recently. It's that I had no interest in watching it until I heard that. And like now I want to watch it. Why do you it. think I liked that movie? It's a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. It's one of my favorite movies. I don't know. It's so good. We don't talk about it because the first rule of Fight Club is not to talk is about not Fight to talk Club. about it. The second rule is you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. <laughs> not down it's so good oh my god you guys for real okay so everyone else knows because the rest of humanity is up to date with cinema and Uh, um, i don't want to hear about it it, yeah well i'm not going to talk about it anymore because it's incredible and everyone should watch it a thousand times in a row because every time you watch it you see something different i love it If oh, you could, it's I so good! I really, work. I really want. You can't play it at work. It's yeah, rated R. No, I know. A hundred percent rated R. I know. With subliminal messaging inside. Oh, I too. know. Yeah, like, that, that's why I don't play it at you work. Absolutely can't. <laughs> um, I played it for a psychology project. I played a clip, and didn't quite stop it in time. Oh, for a uh, fucking scene. Oh no. But thankfully, we were all in college and uh-huh. all adults. Yeah. Albeit freshmen. <laughs> well, you're but everyone had fucking seen the movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this was this. This was the disorder that I that I picked for my project, my final project. And nice. I got like 107 in the class because, you know, I should have double majored in psychology. So not to be a counselor because, you know, being fascinated by insanity is not enough to be a counselor <laughs> yeah that's that's true um but anyway yeah so this is what got me into this and i have just it opened this whole world to me and crime and just everything yeah besides i mean you know agatha christie is what got me into crime like let's be real <laughs> um murder on the orient express that's such a good movie for the win yes i hope they do murder on the nile next i do too so badly mom and i listened to that as an audiobook on cd oh wow in the early 2000s while we <laughs> redid the landscaping in the old house like oh, wow <laughs> yeah they that i was so excited that they plugged that at the end because mm-hmm. i was like mom that's our book <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so i digress so let's start as always with a definition. Tell so, me all about it. Schizophrenia is a serious mental disorder. We have to be very serious while we discuss it. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what this podcast is. It's so serious. It's not comedy. No. And you're certainly not supposed to talk about it while drinking. 
So, um, schizophrenia <laughs> is a serious mental illness in which people interpret rea- uh, reality abnormally. Schizophrenia may result in some combination of hallucinations, delusions, and extremely disordered thinking and behavior that impairs daily functioning and can be disabling. Can be disabling. It's not always. No, not at all. So, um, people with schizophrenia require lifelong treatment, as honestly do we all mm-hmm. um early treatment <laughs> early treatment seriously <laughs> some some of us have like overactive colons and spastic bladders and you know like we all need like lifelong treatment let's yeah. be real <laughs> um early treatment may help get sent- symptoms under control before serious complications develop and may help improve the long-term outlook um my husband has a friend um whose wife Fiance, sorry, whose fiance works in the medical field. Okay. Or, no, she's in nursing school right now, but they, mm-hmm. she's been interning or doing her clinicals or whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah, um, doing like, her clinicals. Yeah, like in a mental hospital right now. She's doing oh. a psychology like tour or yeah. whatever. And she has encountered so many people. Like she encountered this girl with schizophrenia who had an episode and like flipped out and stabbed her dad because <gasps> she thought he was an alien. Oh my god! And then like when she. He, he's okay by the way he didn't die good um but she got hospitalized and got on her medication and then like realized what she'd done oh yeah honey. and then was like oh my god like i would never and of course thankfully her dad knows that and comes yeah. to visit her and you know like wants oh, to keep poor she, baby yeah like she needs to be there because of you know we all do this those of us with mental health issues we all do this when mm-hmm. you start to feel better you stop your meds yep Oh, I'm feeling better. I can skip a day. No, no. No, no. No, you can't do that. Not when you see aliens in the corner. You can't. No. Um, or here. Um, so, okay. So. And you cannot stop antidepressants, anti-anxiety you medication. You can't stop that abruptly. No. Not what you got to talk to your doctor and then you got to wean yourself. That's, that's when I started self-harming. Shit can be because crazy. Because I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I stopped my antidepressants. When I didn't need to, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the funds to keep going to yeah. the doctor and because go to the doctor I needed. Fucked. Yeah, and um, let's move to Canada. Yeah, <laughs> can't buy land, but we can go. We can go. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get some stats in yeah. here because I was curious about this because we always hear about schizophrenia associated with violence. Yes, and. Most of the research that we've done in the past, most of the things we've talked about regarding mental illness in the past has told us that people with mental illness are more likely to be victims mm-hmm. than to actually be offenders. Though that does make the good, juicy story of the guy who, you know, wanted to stop earthquakes by murdering people. Yes. Which is one of my favorites. <laughs> Herbert Mullen. Because he fascinates me. Uh-huh. Um his whole realm of thinking is is incre- is just fascinating. I just what he did was fucking horrific. Like let oh, me yeah. be clear. Like <laughs> that's not what I'm fascinated by. His yeah. how he justified things and the way things he thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah. Is what's sad. He thought he was helping humanity. As a citizen of California that's oh. about to break off into the Atlantic or the Pacific. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Wrong side of the country. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> But you know, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so California is near New York. Yeah, it's totally on the, uh, you know, the East Coast, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> some stats. So schizophrenia and violence. So people with schizophrenia are far more likely to harm themselves 
than to be violent towards the public. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, violence is not a symptom of schizophrenia, actually, at all. Yeah. Um, news and entertainment media tend to link mental illnesses, including schizophrenia, to criminal violence. But most people with schizophrenia, however, are not violent towards others, but are withdrawn and prefer to be left alone, which is bad. Because when you... that That's that's the opposite of what you do want to do with any kind of mental illness. Oh, yeah. Like, anything at all. Mm-hmm. Where you start to feel like, oh, I need to be by myself all the time to be alone with my thoughts that's bad oh yeah no no not to be confused with needing alone time that's different yeah needing a night to myself is different than i don't want to go outside ever and i don't want to talk to anyone ever Mm -hmm. that's called isolation and that's bad and that's when you start to say let me collect 400 pounds of butter inside my house that's also when (laughs) good friends notice that you're isolating and they're like wait a minute where are you going? No, no. You're going to come to my house. You're going to go out with me. One time. We're going to do one thing outside. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to sit on my couch with me. Yeah. And we're going to watch Netflix. Yeah. For a little while. We accomplish something. And we're hanging out together. We're together. But we don't have to speak. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge. Um, if anyone's dating, I just want to say this real fast. If anyone's dating someone who seems to be isolating themselves or is friends with anyone who seems to be isolating themselves, note that that's not okay behavior. Especially, uh, my mom has, um, taken someone in from her church, um, who's an amazing person, super talented, has the saddest home life story of anyone I've heard of in a a really long time, including a lot of my students. Um, And he has a lot of major depressive issues and things like that. And, you know, his girlfriend, like they want to get married and stuff, but like his girlfriend is like, he can't um, maintain a dating relationship because blah, 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 blah. What happens when you want to get away for three months? That's not what it should be. Yeah. You can't let him get away for three months. That's what's helped me with my depression is that Mm -hmm. I don't live alone. Yep. And it's not a roommate situation. I'm married to a person and we hang out together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like in a roommate situation, you go, you close your door and you're alone. Yeah. When you're with someone, it's not, oh, I want to go off by myself. It's no, 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 no. Hang on, honey. Mm -hmm. Because that's what she was saying was like, what happens when he wants to get off by himself or blah, 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 and wants to get away. And that's the opposite of what he needs. Yeah. You know, so it's just isolating is not great (laughs) in any in any sense of the word. So let's make sure we're reaching out. Let's make sure that we're being reasonable as well and not saying, hey, let's go do seven things. It's let's go out and do one thing. Let's go get a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Or let's, hey, let's go to the grocery store. Or, you know, something basic and easy. Yeah. Because when you have depression or when you have a serious illness, like th- mental illness like this, it's important to set boundaries and it's important to do what's actually attainable, I mm-hmm. guess is the word. Don't try to push yourself. Yeah, no. If you can't do the dishes because it gives you too much anxiety, get paper plates. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. it's one of those things. If you don't feel like cooking a bunch of things, just take all the separate ingredients. And Stick eat them, them in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. That's allowed. Mm-hmm. Just because it doesn't fit into what society thinks is okay doesn't mean it's not okay. Yep. Okay? As long as everyone's consenting. Um, <laughs> 
Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, that was <laughs> just no, on my heart to ex- to like, to say. Yeah. And and also, if you are the person who has the major depressive disorder, if you are the person who has the mental illness, learn how to say no and set boundaries. reasonably Mm -hmm. learn how to reasonably set boundaries and say no because i can tell you right now i have clinical depression and the thought of having to go out and do seven things exhausts me to think about Mm -hmm. so learn your limits learn that it's okay know that it's okay and be sure to have that conversation with your partner partners make sure you are being accommodating and knowing, hey, this is kind of my plan. Is this okay? I don't want you to be tired. Yeah. Because a lot, like, thinking about having, like, literally I'm feeling it right now. Thinking about having to go out and do seven things in a day fills my body with lead. Yeah. (laughs) It makes you not want to do anything and you'll maybe accomplish one if that. I want to go to sleep. Yeah. Just thinking about it. So I'm going to stop. (laughs) okay so let's continue so um let's get into some more okay so drug or alcohol abuse raises the risk of violence in people with schizophrenia so you need to be dry guys um particularly if the illness is untreated but also in people who have no mental illness so it's like really can we blame is the insanity plea you know what i mean yeah okay at some point, we're all responsible for our actions. So, yep. um, <laughs> but also, you know, mental health needs to be included in all of our insurance plans and things like that, too. That's another issue in this country. Like, we have to look at our full health, not just our physical health, our mental health. Yeah. That all needs to be included. And that's very Eastern philosophy. Yeah. And it's something that Western culture as a whole is not ready to accept yet. It is for slowly. For some reason. I think it's yeah. getting better. It is slowly coming into the more mainstream with I mean, hot yoga and, you know. Yeah. Um, with Meditation. All, yeah. With everything popping up, you know, that is spiritual or holistic. With all of that popping up in America, I think that's going to slowly get better. But we still have to get businessmen mm-hmm. and the people that are running our insurance company and running our businesses to say, hey, this is what we need to focus on right now. Right. Chiropractors need yeah. to be in there, too, by mm-hmm. the way. But I digress. So, um, I mean, it was covered when I was a teacher, but it's not always in a lot of situations for some reason. I'm I'm in a good situation right now because my mom is a Kentucky Health employee, right. so her insurance completely covers that's amazing. any mental health. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's the only reason why I can see a psychiatrist because I wouldn't be able to afford it if that's as many awesome. times as I need to meet with her, I wouldn't be yeah. able to afford it. That's awesome. Yeah. Blessings. Yes. Silver linings. Okay. So (laughs) schizophrenia and jail. Let's talk about that. Oh. So the vast majority of people with schizophrenia who are in jail have been charged with misdemeanors such as trespassing. As many as one in five, which is 20% of the 2.1 million Americans in jail and prison are seriously mentally ill. 20% of the people in prison are mentally ill. (sighs) That's so sad. Fuck you, Reagan. Okay. (laughs) For real. Fuck you, Reagan. Okay. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. I don't even want to think about it. We can't go down that rabbit hole. Um, So, 
Uh, that far outnumbers the number of mentally ill who are in mental hospitals, according to a comp- comprehensive study. Um, the American Psychiatric so- Association estimated in 2000 that one in five prisoners were seriously mentally ill, with up to 5% actively psychotic at any given moment, oh, which is fucking no. terrifying. Yeah. And that explains the amount of like inmate violence and things oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, that's why people come out not you know, rehabilitated. Honestly, like, let's just move to Norway yeah. if we're being real. <laughs> let's move it to Norway. It sounds safer. It is. They have the lowest rate of reoffenders of anywhere in the world. That's amazing. Gisla was telling me about that. That like they they get they still get some freedoms and things like that. They're still treated like people. Good. <laughs> That's what we need to adopt here, but prisons are owned by businessmen. Yeah, and so, yeah, we'll see them setting an example, and we'll just say, all right, well, fuck you. Mm-hmm. We'll continue to beat their faces in, and then say, so why did that not work for you? <laughs> why how did are you that not, work? How are you not better after I repeatedly punched you in the face and kicked you in the dick? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Prison so- Mike. Yeah. <laughs> on prison Mike. In, in 1990... Why? In 1999, the statistical arm of the Justice Department estimated that 16% of state and federal prisoners and inmates in jails were suffering from mental illness. That's a really fucking high number. Yeah, too high. I don't, And I, honestly, I don't know if that's just America or if that's everywhere. Because it doesn't specify. Um... Well, state, I guess. So I guess that's here. Yeah. Which is where, you know, I mean, honestly, the prison system is the fucking worst in the world. So we're not number one, (laughs) in case anyone was wondering. Mm -hmm. Hashtag HBO Newsroom. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't know if that's their real hashtag, but go watch the newsroom. Just the first episode, the first five minutes of the episode (laughs) on uh, HBO. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Actually, it's amazing. So, um, that YouTube and you can hear about to get a lot of hits. You can hear all about. No, it's fucking <laughs> shut your fucking face. Um, you can hear all about how we're not number one. Um, so sixteen percent of state and federal prisoners and inmates in jails were suffering from mental illness. These illnesses included schizophrenia, manic depression, or bipolar disorder, and major depression. Oh, the figures are higher for female inmates. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. The report says, yeah. Because we hate women in this country. Yeah, and we're taught to hate ourselves and not trust our instincts. Yep. (sighs) And I can feel the the handmaid's tale coming to pass right now because of Alabama. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the Justice Department study found that 29% of white female inmates, 22% of Hispanic female inmates, and 20% of black female inmates were identified as mentally ill. That is crazy high. Stupid high, actually. Um, And you know that in prison, if you're mentally ill and you're in psych, you're just like dosed with whatever the fuck sedates you and stuck in a room. Like, it's not helpful (laughs) in any way nope (laughs) anyway so many individuals with schizophrenia revolve between hospitals jails and shelters um in illinois 30 percent of patients discharged from state psychiatric hospitals were re-hospitalized within 30 days yep in new york 60 percent of discharged patients were re-hospitalized within a year 
it's crazy y'all like we have to go to therapy yeah go to fucking therapy learn your tools take your meds do your tools yep and like if the therapist that you have is not cutting it switch yeah talk space okay (laughs) talk space please sponsor us we're gonna send you an email hashtag sponsor us okay (laughs) so uh let's talk about symptoms so we've done our stats we've done all that depressing shit Mm -hmm. Uh, let's talk about symptoms so um schizophrenia involves a range of problems with thinking which is cognition um behavior or emotions signs and symptoms may vary this is kind of like the autism of the mental illness family so we know how like mental disorders family autism can manifest itself in many different ways it's very personal yes to who you are Mm -hmm. as to how your autism manifests that's how schizophrenia is it's very deeply personal to you and it can manifest in a rainbow of different ways according to who you are your upbringing so many different fucking factors it's just crazy yeah um that's what attracted to attracted me to it (laughs) and honestly if i was to go back into education i would work with autistic kids you know what i'm saying like because it just it's a spectrum and it's anything every case is specifically different you know what i'm saying yeah and i just can't you know and nobody puts baby about it yeah Yeah. like nobody puts baby in a corner yeah so um (laughs) (laughs) um okay so um okay so signs and symptoms may vary but usually involve okay so this is like a disease Mm -hmm. and if you go and listen to this podcast, we'll kill you. They owe us money. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've plugged them so many times. But like, mm-hmm. the more you listen to that kind of thing, even if you're not into science, like go listen to it. Because the more you learn about disease, the more you realize that it's intensely personal. And there is like a specific kind of stand that like there's standard symptoms, but everyone's manifests differently. Yes. You know? I've had strep that was asymptomatic in the regular way, but it mm-hmm. broke me out in hives. Oh. And then I tested for spot, like, like tested positive for, for strep. Didn't have a sore throat. None of the other symptoms. Just had like cow spot sized oh. hives all over my body. Oh my God. That's why I don't have tonsils. Um, <laughs> I used to get it like 10 times a year. Oh my God. Yeah, girl. Um, okay. So, so usually it involves delusions hallucinations or disorganized speech Mm -hmm. and it reflects reflect an impaired ability to function which is subjective yeah so symptoms may include let me define what all of these mean okay so delusions these are false beliefs that are not based in reality for example you think that you are being harmed or harassed um certain gestures or comments are directed at you yep uh you have exceptional ability or fame Another person is in love with you without any evidence. <laughs> yeah. Let's see that. Like, yeah. to the unbiased eye. What? <laughs> there was a guy that I went to high school with who was convinced every single girl in our class was in love with him. Like, this one girl asked him to borrow I'm a I'm going to throw up. <laughs> he had some issues. Yeah, clearly. If someone asked him to borrow a pencil, and, like, then the next day he went, I just wanted to let you down easy and let you know that. Oh, my God. Yep. Also middle school, though. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just go ahead and say I wasn't attracted to anyone in middle school. (laughs) Like, let's be real. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) High five. (laughs) 
Everybody stank and I wanted to be alone. <laughs> yes. And just, uh, you know, kill myself. Anyway, so <laughs> I was in a bad place in middle Bitch, school. Bitch, me too. Yeah, it was really bad. Okay, so, um, or a major catastrophe is about to occur. Earthquakes are about to happen. Let me murder people. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, Herb. Um, <laughs> delusions occur in most people with schizophrenia. Yeah. So this is like, not always, but mostly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hallucinations. Scares the fucking shit out of me, y'all. Yeah. This is why I've never done drugs <laughs> of any kind. Alcohol, I know, won't make me hallucinate. Though I did try absinthe once, but nothing happened. Well, um, one thing that's been kind of terrifying is that... My cup emptied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing My cup does not runneth over. <laughs> Sorry. So, one thing that I've kind of noticed with my, like, extreme phobia mm-hmm. of bugs yeah. and stuff, like, if they're outside, it's fine. Like, if it's not in my house, it's fine. But if right. it's in my house, I suddenly start seeing them everywhere. Yes, girl. Me too. And, like... I think I, that's OCD. Well, like, I had to, like, I was giving star bath. It's, and I, I'm like, gripping my seat cushion yeah. right now. And, like, I just, I kept seeing little things just flying all over mm. the place. And, like, I knew, I knew, like, I, I knew that that wasn't real. But it was also, like, making me almost sick. And I was like, Mom, you have to, you have to look at her and make sure that there are none. Because I literally can't tell. And... It, it is the most terrifying thing I've ever dealt with, ever. And it makes me almost sick. Yep, it's making me sick and my jaw's locking. Oh, so thanks. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm thinking it might be an OCD symptom. Ah, uh, because when I see bugs in my house, I then feel them all over me. Yeah. Maybe I have other issues. <laughs> Maybe I should go to the therapist. Hashtag sponsor us, Talkspace. Okay. Um, so hallucinations is another one. Um, these involve seeing or hearing things that don't exist. <laughs> uh, yet, said. yeah, yet for the person with schizophrenia, they have the full force and impact of a normal experience, which is fucking terrifying. That is terrifying. If it- anyone's seen a beautiful mind or a fight club, <laughs> those are my two <laughs> or the number 23, which is another amazing amazing movie i haven't even heard of that one i own it we okay. own it let me give it to you okay. it's jim carrey's finest and logan lerman plays his son <gasps> it's amazing logan yes. lerman is my yes. favorite me too yes experience okay so hallucinations can be in any of the senses is the thing but hearing voices is the most common hallucination so it can but what's scary is that if it's the thing is that disease and illness is personal to each individual person mm-hmm. so for you it could be auditory and you could hear voices Mm -hmm. for someone else it could be you see things a person has coalesced that doesn't exist yep and it's actually you carrying out the deeds yep which is fucking terrifying it could be that you see another person and you're friends with that person and that person doesn't exist it could be that you're receiving things that don't exist yeah i mean it's just every fuck hallucinogens yeah oh yeah no 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 forever so either the sixth <laughs> sense is a paranormal story or it is a story about a young boy with schizophrenia exactly Hmm. you see yep it's crazy and the lines blur yep 
Uh, I can't watch that movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to grip my paper. <laughs> so, disorganized thinking and speech. Disorganized thinking is inferred from disorganized speech. Effective communication can be impaired and answers to questions may be partially or completely unrelated. But that's whenever you get in a fight with your significant other. No, 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 no. I, I was so no, no, kidding. No, no. <laughs> I was no, 100% no, 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 kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rarely, speech may include be, include putting together meaningless words that can't be understood, sometimes known as word salad. That's like I have mercury poisoning mm-hmm. because I'm a hatter and I'm mad. Um, this is more like, where did you put the lighter fluid? Well, peanut butter can sometimes be referred to as this, which can then be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it, it, what? <laughs> it's like, okay, honey, that's not what I asked you. Mm-hmm. Where'd you put the lighter fluid? No, but let's refocus to what I asked, please. <laughs> but also, again, not always. Because yeah. maybe they're just, like, weird and stupid. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> word salad is my favorite, though. It was word vomit. Uh Um, Extremely disorganized or abnormal motor behavior. This may show in a number of ways, from childlike silliness to unpredictable agitation. Behavior isn't focused on a goal, so it's hard to do tasks. Oh. Behavior can include resistance to instructions, inappropriate or bizarre posture, a complete lack of response, which is catatonic. Yep. um, Or useless and excessive movement. Yeah. Like, meaning you're just, like, like, all over the place and you can't sit still for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. It can mean a variety of things. There's mm-hmm. a lot of signs. And it's kind of like porn, you know? <laughs> you know it when you see it. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. It didn't connect for a good few minutes. You had that's to let what, it download. <laughs> that's what, Josh, if you look at my wedding photos, you see us doing our first dance and me just going, like laughing into my hand it's because he whispered into my ear because i had been bawling my eyes out all night because a bunch of shit went wrong um he whispered into my ear he goes i feel like we're doing porn everyone's watching (laughs) and then i couldn't stop laughing (laughs) because he's amazing um mary i love you so much (laughs) so another one is negative symptoms Okay, Okay. so this refers to reduced or lack of ability to function normally. For example, the person may neglect personal hygiene or appear to lack emotion, doesn't make eye contact, doesn't change facial expression, or speaks in a monotone. Also, the person may lose interest in everyday activities, is socially withdrawn, or lack the ability to experience pleasure. And again, if you're feeling like you meet some of these criteria... It's not always like yeah, no. that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I- if you're feeling personally like it's hitting you in the gut, maybe go seek out some therapy, but yeah. don't go in and say, I think I have schizophrenia. Like, hey, don't start with that. To be honest with you, <laughs> a lot of us have anxiety and it makes us hypochondriacal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> so it's not necessarily that, mm-hmm. but definitely go in and be honest with your therapist and you will then receive an honest diagnosis. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. That's how I found out I had PTSD. Woo! Yay! PTSD is not just for veterans. It's not. 
Um, okay, so symptoms can vary in type and severity over time with periods of worsening and remission of symptoms. Some t- and some symptoms may always be present. It's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Um, in men, schizophrenia symptoms typically start in the early to mid-20s. In women, symptoms typically begin in the late 20s. It's uncommon for children to be diagnosed with schizophrenia and rare for those older than age 45. So there's... Yeah. There's a there, there's a period there where once you kind of reach thirty and you're in the clear, like you're then fine. You, then you're good. You're good to go. <laughs> I've still got some years. We gotta watch out. You're fine. <laughs> believe me, you're fine. <laughs> you said believe me, you're fine. Believe me, you're fine. Okay, so um, when let's talk about when you should see a doctor. Okay, yes, please. So people with schizophrenia often lack awareness that their difficulties stem from a mental disorder and that requires mental attention. So if you've already accomplished that step, you're probably in the clear. Yeah. Is the thing. Most My therapist people, tells me that tells me that all the time. Yeah. She's like you're very self-aware. Yeah. So that helps. That's huge. Yeah. It really is. Most people with a mental illness don't know. Yeah. So that's why we all need to be in therapy. Yes. <laughs> um so, <laughs> Hey government, if we could like, you know, just Say, hey, as a requirement of being 18, go see a therapist. <laughs> that would be great. Um, a therapist who's good at their job. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm seeing uh, um, interns that are in the Western's um, psychology program. Right. And they're doing great. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, I, I cannot recommend them enough. Just just check it off your box, you guys. Yeah. Just go see a therapist. And if they say, you know what? You don't really need to be here. Fine. Yeah. But just make sure you're not putting on an act. Because yeah. they can't tell anybody anyway. So, okay. So let's talk about when to see a doctor. So people with schizophrenia often lack awareness that their difficulties stem from a mental disorder that requires medical attention. So it often falls to family or friends to get them help. Key. That's just up. That's just the way it is. Yeah. You notice a lot of these symptoms and some like weird shit. Like, oh, I need to like shred my herbs or the world will fall apart. Okay, what? <laughs> what was that? I'm in an alien abduction support group. What? <laughs> Where is it? Because I've been abducted 72 times. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even as someone who somewhat believes in aliens and hates them. No. <laughs> you ain't special. You know what I'm saying? You're not special. That's what I'm saying. Okay, hey, I'm so let's talk about causes. Okay. And I'm going to scare the shit out of everyone. It's not known what causes schizophrenia. <laughs> but researchers, be- researchers believe that a combination of genetics, brain chemistry, and environment contributes to development of the disorder. That makes sense. Just yeah fair um problems with certain natural with certain naturally occurring brain chemicals including neurotransmitters called dopamine and glutamine glutamate glutamate may contribute to schizophrenia um this is one of those things that i bet we're gonna look back on yeah later in civilization Mm -hmm. that this in cancer and be like what were we fucking doing yeah um (laughs) were we sitting on our hands like Uh, they used to do what douche with mercury what (laughs) yeah that's what's gonna happen so um all of those may contribute to schizophrenia radiation 
I'm sorry. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, neuroimaging studies show differences in the brain structure and central nervous system of people with schizophrenia. While researchers aren't certain about the significance of these changes, they indicate that schizophrenia is a brain disease. Which is uh, like, up, so that means schizophrenia isn't just a mental illness. It's up there with Alzheimer's and dementia. That's, wow. It's a disease. Yeah. So it's degenerative actually and there's nothing they can do to really stop it at this time well when i was we we can treat it and you can learn tools yeah it's a coping it's a coping thing that's ongoing yeah yeah when i was um researching for this episode i i was i wanted to do schizophrenia i didn't know who i wanted to talk about but um i remembered something that i think they talked about on my favorite murder okay um let me find. I have it pulled up. Okay. And it's it's not the same as schizophrenia, but it's um bipolar. No, no not bipolar. This was um encephalitis. Yes. I, I want to. Is this this podcast will kill you? Because I just did an episode on it. Oh, really? Um. This. Um. L- I've, encephalitis I came ac- lethargia is okay. one of their episodes that they just did. Okay. It's uh, brain. I don't know the word for it, but I'm making the hand gesture and you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we need to talk about about it sometime. I want to read this book, Brain on Fire, My Month of Madness. Yes. By uh, Susanna Callahan. Yes. Callahan? Callahan. Callahan. Yes. Um, but like, you know, that's that's probably kind of up there with that. And I, I, it was just, it reminded me like what she was going through kind of reminded me of schizophrenia. Yeah. And I would like to kind of make that connection, but like it wasn't the right story for this. So we'll talk about that at some point. We need to add that to the list. Yeah. Um, I don't have a pen. Um, okay. So, um, uh, stick it in your thing. Yeah. We Slip it in. Did you hear me? Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Slip it in. Okay. So, um, boop, 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 I lost my place. Okay. So, risk factors. Um, although the precise cause of schizophrenia isn't known, certain factors seem to increase the risk of developing or triggering schizophrenia, including having a family history of schizophrenia. We know it's genetic. Yep. We know that much. <laughs> yes. Increased immune... Si- which we also know that dementia and Alzheimer's is genetic. Yep. Which then places it into that category of a disease instead of a mental illness. I had a family member die. It was the first death in my family that I ever experienced of Alzheimer's. Yeah. And it was just, it was so sad to watch because it happened so quick. It's bad. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm watching grandparents just dissolve oh. into dust in front of my eyes right now. Um, so increased immune system activation, such as inflammation or autoimmune diseases, older age of the father, um, which is weird. Can uh, you explain that one? Like, I think it means like your dad is like 60 when he fathers you. Oh, okay. men are never infertile. Yeah. So like the older you are as a male and then you father a child, you have an increased risk. I don't know if that's a nurture or a nature yeah. issue, but it's a factor. Oh. Um, some pregnancy or birth complications such as malnutrition or exposure to toxins or viruses that may impact brain development. 
Um, another one is taking mind-altering, psychoactive, or psychotropic drugs during teen years and young adulthood. That means like LSD, ecstasy, acid. Yep. Hello, the 60s. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so complications. Left untreated, schizophrenia can result in severe problems that affect every area of life. Complications that schizophrenia can cause may be associated with... It, with uh, they include suicide, suicide attempts or thoughts of suicide, self-injury, anxiety disorders, or obsessive-compulsive disorder, OCD, depression, abuse of alcohol or other drugs, including tobacco. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> I'm honestly feeling so attacked right now. At this point in the list. <laughs> um, inability to work or attend school. <laughs> Well, at least I can do that. So yeah. I'm crossing that off my list. Legal or financial problems and homelessness. I'm still checking off everything <laughs> in this list. Uh, social isolation, health and medical problems, being victimized, aggressive behavior, although it's uncommon, mm-hmm. um, and prevention. Um, there's no sure way to prevent schizophrenia, but sticking with the treatment plan can help prevent relapses or worsening of symptoms. In addition, researchers hope that learning more about risk factors for schizophrenia may lead to earlier diagnosis and treatment because the earlier the diagnosis is, the more the treatment is effective. Exactly. Yes. And that means in-person talk therapy and medication. Yes. Yeah. Um, So treatment, let's talk about that real fast and Mm -hmm. then I'm going to be done. Okay. So schizophrenia requires lifelong treatment, like we said earlier. Um, Even when schizophrenia has... In symptoms, even sorry, even when their symptoms have subsided, you still have to get treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, treatment with medication. Oh my god, my ear just started ringing. Um, Mine treat- just started popping. That's really weird. What's in here with us? I don't want to open myself up. Okay, like <laughs> I'm gonna be real honest with you. I don't want to do that because it was it was coming to me in the car while we were on our way back here, and I was just like, no. What? <laughs> yeah. It's nothing bad. It's just I don't. Yeah, I don't want to open myself up to it because I've been drinking. Yes, so I I don't know what it is, and like I don't want to know. So you don't look into it either. Don't look into it too much. Just we're gonna. It's just trying to make itself known, but it needs to fuck off for a little bit. And we're recording. We're ready. We're doing business. (laughs) It's fine. Okay, my ears have, like, officially, like, popped, and they're good now. We good? You're seen and heard, but stop. Yeah. Just we have work to do, please. Don't get mad at it. Don't give it any emotion. No, just... I know. I'm not. Just, just stop for a minute. Okay. It's fucking weird. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you experienced that. <laughs> and there was a whole fog over my head, too, while we were trying to figure work. that out. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. Okay, now I'm not so foggy. Like Me neither. <sighs> I'm starting to understand the height of my anxiety earlier. It really felt like someone had a laser pointer pointed into my ear. Yeah. Okay. That could, that's probably why. Woo! It, yeah, it's fine. Here in a minute, we'll, uh, we'll finish your segment. It didn't feel aggressive. It just yeah. felt like it needed attention. Okay. Yeah, we'll finish so, your segment and then chill. go get more line. Wine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need more in my cup. Okay, yeah. so. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Okay, so uh, treatment. So, okay, so schizophrenia requires long life wrong li- life wrong. 
That's George Washington for you. Okay. Did you see my teeth? Okay. Teeth bothered me so much. Me too. Me too. Okay. So why did you do that to both of us? How dare you? So good. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. I watched, I liked making you uncomfortable. I, I'm sure that you did. So, um, treatment with medication and psychosocial therapy can help manage the condition. Um, and in some cases, hospitalization may be needed, and that's okay. Yeah. That's what we're going to say. Yeah. If it protects you from yourself and protects you from others, it's okay. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do it. You do you. <laughs> okay. So, um, a psychiatrist experienced in treating schizophrenia usually guides treatment. The treatment team also may include a psychologist, social worker, psychiatric nurse, psychiatric, not psychiatric, mm-hmm. I don't know how to read anymore, psychiatric nurse, and possibly a case manager to coordinate care. The full team approach may be available in clinics with expertise in schizophrenia treatment. By the way, I got most of my information from the Mayo Clinic because they're amazing. Yeah. So, Minnesota for the win. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> So let's talk about helping someone with schizophrenia and then I'm going to be finished. So helping someone who may have schizophrenia. If you think someone you know may have symptoms of schizophrenia, talk to him or her about your concerns. Although you can't force someone to seek professional help, you can offer encouragement and support and help your loved one find a qualified doctor or a mental health professional. Again, I didn't fucking write any of this. Mm -hmm. This is all from our sources that we're going to find because we are recording four episodes. So yeah. um, I couldn't. And encouragement is like one of the biggest parts of any mental illness. It's just having people that are on your side that are yes. backing you up. And like, okay, you know, I get that you're in a really bad place right now. You do need to go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take you out. We'll go do something fun. You can always come sit on my couch if you need to. But make sure that you're getting treatment. And yes. that we're working on And that you're not better. putting it all on me. Yeah. That's huge as a boundary. Yeah. If your loved one poses a danger to self or others or can't provide his or her own food, clothing, or shelter, you may need to call 911 or other emergency emergency responders for help so that your loved one can be evaluated by a mental health professional. If you're in other countries, it's 999-000, whatever your emergency hotline is. Whatever that long-ass number is from, <laughs> from the IT guy. Yes, from the IT guys. Oh, I can't remember it. I wish I could. It's like 20 numbers it's long. It's so long. <laughs> One, nine, nine, zero. So, da, 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 da. It's, a whole, it's a whole thing. Oh, my God. I love that show. I've high memor- five. <laughs> high five, England. <laughs> I've memorized my credit card number and the and the expiration date and the code on the back, but I could not memorize that number. I need to find it and post it. Oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. If you haven't watched the IT crowd on Netflix, fucking do yourself a favor. Yeah. Okay. So. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and then back on again? I'm sorry. Are you from the past? <laughs> Have you tried forcing an unexpected reboot? <laughs> well, it's just not working out. Moss. No, no, it's fine. Moss is my favorite. He's my favorite. He's so cute. I can't handle it. I can't even handle it at all. Oh what my God. story did you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. 
seriously, you guys, you can power through it in yeah. like a day. It's yeah. super quick. And I really want their song for my ringtone. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So in case of in in some cases, emergency hospitalization may be needed, which is fine. Yeah. Laws on involuntary commitment for mental health treatment may vary by state. You can contact community mental health agencies or police departments in your area for details. So you can just Google it mm-hmm. and it'll come up. Okay. Um, Google is your best friend. Yes. Use it. Trigger warning. Suicidal thoughts and behavior. It's very quick. It's only two sentences long, but I have to talk about it, especially in this disorder. In this disorder, yeah. Suicidal thoughts and behavior are common among people with schizophrenia. If you have a loved one who is in danger of attempting suicide or has made a suicide attempt, make sure someone stays with that person. Yep. Call nine one one or your local emergency emer- number immediately. Or if you think you can do so safely, take the person to the nearest hospital emergency room. That's, That's my call to action, action right there. Because this is a serious issue. Yeah. And even if they get mad at you for doing that, understand that you did what you had to do. And at least they'll be alive. Yeah. Yep. Do you need to pee? Because I need to. I need to get more drink. I need more wine. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll talk about one of our favorite movies. I'm so excited. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's go ahead and do your case now. All righty. Yay! (laughs) Today, I am going to talk about um, someone who's very smart in things I know nothing about. Uh, Okay. His name is John Forbes Nash Jr., and he, his schizophrenia was the inspiration from the movie A Beautiful Mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yes. I'm going to need to down this bottle of wine, this whole bottle of wine. <laughs> um, okay. This movie scared the living shit out of me. Yes. <laughs> it, it is. It is a good movie, though. It's so um, good, but it's a lot. Yeah. If you are someone who's suffering from mental health disorder, who then thinks is also terrified of getting institutionalized, I don't recommend it. Yes. Um, we're, do- we're also gonna- is terrified that everything they see is a lie. That's not a great thing to watch. Yep. <laughs> so, um... I'm going to talk a little bit about the real person, and then we're going to get into the movie. Yay! I'm so excited. Um, okay. So, John Forbes Nash Jr., um, he was born on June 13th, 1928, and he that died... sounds very highfalutin. Yes. <laughs> that name is very long. Forbes. There's a reason it's called Forbes Magazine. Oh, shit! He rich. Yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> Just because uh, someone likes things clean doesn't mean they le- that they're rich. <laughs> nah. They're rich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Meredith. Um, Okay, so um, he was born June 13th, 1928. uh, And unfortunately, um, he and his wife both died on May 23rd, 2015 in a car accident. Yeah. Oh, well, at least they didn't have to lose each other. Yeah, uh, we'll talk a little bit about their death as well. Um, He was an American mathematician who made fundamental contributions to game theory, differential geometry, and the study of partial differential equations. He was brilliant. Yes. Um, I know nothing about any of that. Me neither. So if you guys want to explain it to us in a way that's interesting, email us. (laughs) I know a little bit about differentials because I did take AP Calculus. 
I took pre-cal. Woo! And that was as far as that fucking went. Yay! <laughs> like, Calculus was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my uh, mom's a math teacher. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What do you... Why math? Because it's the same in every country. That's beautiful. That's fair. This girl is deep. Yeah. That was a line from Mean Girls. <laughs> did you watch the movie? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> You just um, didn't memorize it like me. It's fine. No, I, w- I watched it once. <laughs> I've not I've watched it, it 3,000 so times. So many times. <laughs> um, I, I do remember that part now. It's in it's my soul. <laughs> um, okay, so Nash's work has provided insight into the factors that govern chance and decision making inside complex systems found in everyday life. Um, his theories are widely used in economics. Serving as a senior research mathematician at uh, Princeton University during Princeton. the latter part of his life. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. He shared the 1994 Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Sciences with game theorist uh, Reinhard S- Selton. And Reinhard? John- Reinhard. What? Yeah. His Is that German? It's probably. That's German. Yeah. It's probably Reinhard. Reinhard. How do you spell it? R-E-I-N-H-A-R-D. Yeah, maybe it is Reinhard. I don't fucking know German. <laughs> Reinhard. Reinhard. Selton. <laughs> and uh, John John H. Harsnell. Harsnell? Yeah. Sure. In 2015, he also shared the Abel Prize with Louis Nirenberg for his work on nonlinear partial Nirenberg? Differenti- yeah. Nirenberg. Hmm. <laughs> for his work on nonlinear partial differential equations. I'm still burping up sushi. Huh? <laughs> And I'm not mad about it. It was delicious. It was. It was very good. <laughs> um, John Nash is the only person to be awarded with the, both the Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Scientists and the Abel Prize. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look out. Yes. Um, Old. I, I was really, I really wanted to do a success case for this. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people take um, schizophrenia and do like horror cases right and i didn't want to do that yeah this guy Um, was very successful and functional yes however his life was very fraught with challenges he coped yep we're the best he was the best he could yeah Yeah. we're gonna talk about that here in a second fuck this movie's a lot (laughs) yeah and Uh. i will shout out whatever the fuck his name is and jennifer Connolly. yeah russell crowe russell crowe thank you and paul bettany yeah, he was in it too. Uh huh. I forget that he was. He, How could you forget? Well, I just like he him. Wasn't real. Him being That's the twist. Yeah, I know, but him being um, Vision. Yeah. And Marvel movies makes me think think that he's so much younger than he actually is. He's amazing. He's yeah. also married to Jennifer Connelly. You know that, right? Oh, really? That's his wife. That's awesome. It's super cute. <laughs> he was like stalking her as a celebrity and then like asked her out when they were in a movie together <laughs> it's Aww. really fucking cute yeah that's so cute <laughs> okay so in 1959 and Nash- all of this by the way is from wikipedia wikipedia is our best friend um, in 1959, Nash bega- began showing clear signs of mental illness and spent several years at psychiatric hospitals being treated for paranoid schizophrenia. Ooh, after 1970. Yeah. So 11 years later, 
His condition slowly improved, allowing him to return to academic work by the mid-1980s. His struggles with his illness and his recovery became the basis for uh, Sylvia Nassar's biography, A Beautiful Mind, as well as a film of the same name starring Russell Crowe as Nash. It's so good, you guys. It is. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. Why is there a gnat? Fuck off. Ugh! No more. Um, None of that. Yeah, no. No more. None of that, gnat. (laughs) (laughs) I need to put up so many flight tapes in our house. Yeah, Bowling Green's a trash pile. Okay. Um, (laughs) Please don't remind me. (laughs) It makes me not want to go back. I mean, Um, you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) And just quit my job. Yep. Move out here. Yep. Um, (laughs) Have no way to pay my (laughs) my insurance or (laughs) credit card. It's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, <So>. continue. <laughs> On May 23rd, 2015, Nash and his wife Alicia died in a car crash while riding in a taxi on the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh my god. He is survived by his two sons, two sons, John Charles Martin Nash and John uh, Steer. Yes. Um he his alma mater was the Carnegie Institute of Technology um Huge. and Princeton. Yeah. Very prestigious schools. Yeah, and he is known for the Nash Equilibrium, Nash Embedding Theorem, Nash Functions, Nash Ho- or Nash Mosier Theorem, Hilbert's 19th Problem. Um, See, that's why we can't really look at it. I don't know. Like, it is a disease and it is a disorder, but you can also look at it in the silver lining aspect of it being an asset if you can learn to manage it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then... Because it's like your brain functions on another level. Yeah. And listen to this real quick. Okay. His spouse, Alicia. Yes. He married her in 1957. And they divorced in 1963. Yep. And then they got married again in 2001. Yep. And they died together in 2015. So they were together for a very long time. And they found each other again. Um... I don't think they were ever really out of each other's lives. I think she couldn't quite handle it. Yeah. Um, and then he f- finally learned some mechanisms and got medicated and like a lot of things got solved and then they realized they just couldn't live without each other. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Like it makes me want to cry. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Um, um, okay. So I'm going to read. Because there's a lot of complications with the medications surrounding this disorder Mm -hmm. as well as things with uh you know that have to deal with major depressive like it's just it's there's a lot of overlap there and a lot of things can really affect your sexual performance and a lot of things can really affect your emotions and it can be really difficult to deal with and that doesn't make her a bad person because her needs needed to be met too yeah um and he was aware of it as well. Yeah. Is the thing. And he was able to then get to where he could kind of cope without some of those drugs. And they were able to make it work. And they really they really loved each other. They did. It, it, it's it's an incredible story. Like <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna talk a little bit more about his personal life and okay. death and his legacy, and then we're gonna get into the film. Yay! Um, okay, so in nineteen fifty one, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, so he went to MIT, um, they or they hired Nash as a CLE more instructor in the mathematics uh, f- faculty. All I keep thinking about is him writing on that fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's all yeah. I can think about. <laughs> all those equations on the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that's where the fucking money's at, y'all. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> um, about a year later, Nash began a relationship in Massachusetts with Eleanor Sear, a nurse he met while admitted as a patient. Mm. They had a son, John David Steer, but Nash left Steer when she told him of her pregnancy. The film, based on Nash's life, A Beautiful Mind, was criticized during the run-up to the 2002 Oscars for omitting this aspect mm-hmm. of his life. He was said to have abandoned her based on her social status, which he thought to have been beneath his. As someone with schizophrenia would. Yeah. Because of, you know, delusions of grandeur and things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, also, God, that's so sad. Also, real quick... Um, I'm sure I'll remember it later. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> and so You'll sit up at 3 a.m. and be yeah. like, it was this. <laughs> Let's just go back to the studio. Yeah. And I'll say, no. <laughs> you were sleeping. No. <laughs> You'll be like, mm, no. Um, and Santa you Monica, won't even wake me up. <laughs> because I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. In Santa Monica, California, 1954, while in his 20s, Nash was arrested for indecent indecent exposure in a mm-hmm. sting operation targeting homosexual men. Oh Al- Although the charges were dropped, he was stripped of his top-secret security clearance and fired from Rand Corporation, where he had worked as a consultant. Not long after breaking up with Steer, Nash met Alicia uh, Larde Lopez Harrison. Uh, she was born on January 1st, 1933, and obviously died on uh, May 23rd, 2015, and naturalized U.S. citizen from El Salvador. Uh, mm. Larde graduated from MIT, having majored in physics. They married in February 1957, although Nash was, an, Nash was an atheist. The ceremony was performed in an Episcopal church. They had a son together, John Charles Martin <coughs> Nash, who earned a Ph.D. in mathematics from Rutgers University. Because what's it hurting if you're an atheist? Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to cut it. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. It's It's a really beautiful love story. Honestly. Um, Ooh. It makes me think of Stephen Hawking and his wife. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? I I have it. I need to watch it. Do you own it? Yeah. Me too. I bought it from work. Girl, have a box of tissues. Oh, yeah. His wife is a fucking hero. I bet. She is a force. <laughs> I've n- I-, I can't remember the last time I cried that hard during a show because Aww. I just empathized real hard. I cried and buried with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That was the first movie I ever cried in. Buried. Buried. Fuck that fucking show. Yeah. Nope. I have not watched that. And thanks for bringing that up, because now I'm itching. Sorry. It, it will make you cry. <laughs> yeah, um, I, d- I can't. Nope. Continue. It just, it, it will piss you off to the very core of your I being. I can't. Um, nope. Okay. So <laughs> We're not talking about <laughs> it. Getting back to this. We gotta keep <laughs> yep. this tight. Yep. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Found you, Miss New Booty. No, no, stop. No, no. <laughs> In 1958, Nash earned a tenured position at MIT, and his first yes, signs he did. Of, yeah, and uh, his first signs of mental illness were evident in early 1959. Um, at this time, his wife was pregnant with their first child. Mm-hmm. He resigned his position as a member of the MIT mathematics f- 
faculty in the spring of 1959, and his wife had him admitted to McLean Hospital for treatment of schizophrenia that same year. See, that's where family and friends need to come into play. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Their son... They intensely loved each other, though. Like, it's... Just because you have a mental health disorder does not mean that you're not capable of love or having a relationship. Like... No. Mm. Their son was born soon afterward. The child was not named for a year because his wife felt Nash didn't have a say in the name given to the boy. Due to the stress of dealing with his illness, Nash and Larday divorced in 1963. See, yeah, because he needed to take care of himself. Yeah. After his final hospital discharge in 1970, Nash lived in Larday's house as a boarder. This stability seemed to help him, and he learned how to consciously discard his paranoid delusions. Right. He stopped taking psychiatric medication and was allowed by Princeton to audit classes. He continued to work on mathematics and eventually was allowed to teach again. In the 1990s, Larday and Nash resumed their relationship, remarrying in 2001. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, I just like can't. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about his because death and legacy. Some things just transcend everything. Yeah, some connections transcend all things. Yeah. So it's, on May, uh, yeah, on May 23rd, I can't conceive of it. I know that's what makes me cry when I watch these movies about these people. Yeah. <laughs> On May 23rd, 2015, Nash and his wife were killed in a vehicle accident on the New Jersey Turnpike near Monroe Township, New Jersey. They had been on their way home from the airport after a visit to Norway, where Nash had received the Abel Prize with their taxi cab driver. Oh, my God. Um, so they had just returned from Norway, where he received an award. Yeah. And then they were murdered. They were killed. Yeah. He lost control of the vehicle and struck a guardrail. Wait. So, wait. No, they were in a taxi, though. Yeah, they were in a taxi. So, the taxi driver lost control of the vehicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not the person with schizophrenia. Like, I'm just trying yeah. to, like, oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> cover <laughs> our bases here. <laughs> he yeah. was fine. Yeah. They were in love. Mm-hmm. Both passengers were ejected from the car upon impact. Mm. State police revealed that it appeared neither passenger was wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash. Wear your seatbelts, guys. Yes. Um, at the time of his death, they... Buckle 80s- up. What is it? What's the saying? Buckle up or... Click it or take Click it. Click it or take it. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was like, I thought it was more alliterative than that. Yeah. It's really assonance if we're going to be, like, real technical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Anyone who's listening who's an English major got that joke. But <laughs> um, okay, it's so... It's like four people. <laughs> so again, he's survived by his two sons. Uh, yes. Following his death, obituaries appeared in scientific and popular media throughout the world. In addition to their obituary for Nash, the New York Times published an article containing quotes from Nash that had been assembled from media and other published sources. The quotes consisted of Nash's reflections on his life and achievements. So his legacy Um, at Princeton, Nash became known as the Phantom of Fine Hall, a shadowy figure who would scribble. The Phantom of the Opera is there inside inside your mind. mind. (laughs) Sorry, which is so perfect. Um, This is a comedy show, after all, for God's sake. Um, Okay, (laughs) so a shadowy figure who would scribble arcane equations on blackboards in the middle of the night. Girl! Yeah. This is a Patreon episode right now. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's real. 
Yeah. And it makes sense with who he was, like, that he would return and just keep doing his routine. Oh, yeah. He's such a Sheldon. Like, oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, I might throw up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the film A Beautiful Mind was directed by Ron Howard with Russell Crowe playing Nash. It it's won, a really good show. Yeah. It won uh, four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. I mean, it put me in a state. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really good. <laughs> So, he has five awards that are listed on here. Um, in 1978, he won the Informs John Von Neumann Theory Prize. Oh, my God. That sounds super fancy. Mm-hmm. And Na- I don't know what it's for. <laughs> I don't either. Or what it means. Uh, 1994. <laughs> <But> yay. <laughs> in 1994, Nobel Memorial Prize in Economic Sciences. Okay. Uh, in 1999. That's a lot of Nobel Prizes. Yeah. The Nobel Prize is like a million dollars, you guys. Yeah. You get a million dollars and a prize. That's insane. And you put that on your fucking resume. Yeah. And this guy had schizophrenia. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. So you can still do amazing things. Yes. You just have to learn to cope. Yeah. Uh, In 1999, he won the Leroy P. Steele Prize. In 2010, he won the Double Helix Medal, and in 2015, he the won double, the Abel Prize. The Double Helix. <laughs> I can't. Um, I can't even fucking finish a short story. Yeah. So. So, um, if uh, you just saying, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you haven't seen A Beautiful Mind, it is an amazing movie. I'm not gonna talk too much about it i'm just gonna read a little blip from wikipedia also scare the shit out of you yes it will you know honestly like my top scariest films go the fourth kind a beautiful mind Uh the haunting of hill house like that's the order yep it scared the living shit out of me because i was in the throw of all my panic attacks and i was so afraid of being hospitalized and so terrified because I watched Fight Club for so long as a, mm-hmm. in, as a high school student, you know, like, yeah. terrified that what I saw wasn't real. Yeah. Terrified that no one around me was real. Terrified that no one around me really liked me. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. then, like, that happened. Mom and I rented it together, just the two of us. We were home alone in the house. We rented it together. I had a panic attack. Oh. <laughs> like, we watched it, and I just bawled. <laughs> and she was like... Oh my god, like she had no idea how to deal with it. Oh. It was really upsetting. That's awful. This movie's a lot for me. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's such a good movie though. <laughs> uh alrighty. So just Alrighty, let's ignore what Carrie just said. No, and... that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, it is. It's no, fine. it's not. Mm-hmm. I love you. No. I love you. I just don't know how to react. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. just talk (laughs) whatever you don't even know me (laughs) fucking rude (laughs) you don't even understand but you do I'm just kidding it's fine (laughs) it's fine stares you into submission (laughs) um that's why your uterus is superior. So <laughs> it is the alpha uterus. It is. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I know. I'm too. We fucked. signed a contract. <laughs> Continue. I'm, I'm also too drunk to drive anywhere. That's fair. Um. 
A Beautiful Mind is a 2001 American biographical drama film based on the life of John Nash. Um, The film was directed by Ron Howard from a screenplay written by Akiva Goldsman. Ron Howard is one of the greatest directors of our generation. Yeah. This was an amazing film. One of the greatest directors ever in history. Yep. He, yeah. He's amazing. And I love his daughter. But anyway, (laughs) continue. Uh, Alrighty. So. (laughs) Stop that. (laughs) You're not at work. Quit it. (laughs) Alrighty. So let's look at your account. (laughs) All right. Well, let's take a look here. Um, okay so the story begins in nash's days as a graduate student at princeton university early in the film nash begins to develop paranoid schizophrenia and endures delusional episodes while watching the burden his condition brings on his wife alicia and friends yeah the film opened in the united states cinemas on december 21st 20 uh 2001 Mm -hmm. it went on to gross over 313 million dollars worldwide fucking good movie it is uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it right now. I really need to watch it again, yeah. like with a clear mind, because yeah. Oh my god, like it's so, it's so good. And everyone also like side note and not related, go watch the theory of everything. Mm-hmm. It's about especially in the wake of um, Stephen Hawking's death. Go watch that movie to see another thing that will make you bald like a baby. <laughs> Just make, make sure, sure you, you have a have, bunch of tissues. Yeah, tissues and alcohol. Yeah. Is necessary. <laughs> um, all right. So it I'm won. I myself when I edit this. It won four Academy Awards for Best yeah, Picture, did. Best Director. Yeah, it best, did. Yeah, <laughs> best Adapted Screenplay and Best Supporting Actress. It was also nominated for Best Actor, Best Film Editing, Best Makeup, and Best Original Score. It was well-received by critics, but has been criticized for its inaccurate portrayal of some aspects of Nash's life, especially his other family and a son born out of wedlock. That's fair. However, filmmakers have stated that the film was not meant to be a literal representation of his life. Right. And that's where you have to read the back of the box. Yep. And then that's where you see, you go, you watch the movie, and then you do your own research to find the truth. That's that step that we've been talking about for a long time. Exactly. Make sure you find the truth. Because fiction doesn't... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, things just can't be represented. Represented. You represented (laughs) it. So, I'm looking... There's three syllables (laughs) at the end of that word. I'm looking at the BAFTA. I need water. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the BAFTA. The BAFTA Film Awards and Golden Globe Awards. Um, It was... That's British and American. Yes. Uh, it was nominated in the BAFTAs for Best Film, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, and yes. um, David Lean Award for Direction. Wait a minute. So was he American? Yes. He was. The man was American. Yes. Okay. Russell Crowe is not. Yeah. And that's what I'm about to get to. Okay. Sorry. I was so trying let to me figure finish. out why it had a BAFTA award. Okay. <laughs> let me finish. I'm sorry. As <laughs> someone who watches Graham Norton on the reg, I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> someone who's british at heart i know (laughs) i was born in the wrong country i know but you gotta let me finish i'm sorry so that you'll understand i'm gonna shut up (laughs) uh but um 
Russell Crowe and Jennifer Connelly both won Best Actor and Best Supporting Actress in the BAFTAs. Nice. Yeah. I um, love Jennifer Connelly. She's great. <laughs> she, she really is. She did a wonderful job with this movie. She really um, did. She does a wonderful job with everything she's in. She brings depth. Yeah. I will definitely link you guys to both of these Wikipedia articles. Do go ahead and try to watch this movie um, it's along amazing. with this episode. It's worth the watch. If you haven't watch. seen it. I feel like everyone's seen it, but go back and watch it again. Mm. I want to watch it again. I do too. With a clear head. I want to go back and watch it again. Me too. As someone who's not in the throes of mental the cr- disorders. The, cr- the yeah. crazy that I was in when I watched it the first time. I also watched The Duchess in that craze, and I was like, <laughs> love is dead. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. just revisit things. Yeah. <laughs> so things are brilliant. Yeah. Uh, that's why I watch Twilight every day. Oh, shut your fucking face. I was joking. Oh, this I is hope, a comedy podcast. I fucking hope so. <laughs> that is not the same. <laughs> no, it's not on any level the same, but I no. was making a joke. I hope so. I love you. I love you too. That's okay. Segment. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. Oh yay! Yeah. That was so good. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. I was having flashbacks to the movie the whole time you were talking. It was really great. <laughs> for yeah, real. Thank you. Nice. I just wanted to give you guys the success story because we need to hear about those two. Yeah. That's that's a throwback to when we were talking about anxiety and we did Darwin and then yeah. we did um. Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln? Uh, that was emotional abuse. Yes. Verbal abuse. Verbal abuse, yes. So good. Thank you. All right, so it's time for a game. Yay, I'm excited. Okay, so pick a deck. Any deck. (laughs) All right, so this is our game uh, called If You Had To by Drunk, Stoned, or Stupid. We've given you a thousand episodes of free advertising, and... (laughs) (laughs) It's my turn to go first. Is it? Yeah. From last episode? Yeah. Okay. I feel like you went first like seven times in a row because I didn't think you were... <laughs> I didn't think it was your turn. It's fine. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was from last night because you did. Yes. You went first. Yes. Um. Okay. I, so. I haven't pulled a card. Hang on. Okay. I'm, I'm shuffling. Okay. Yep. I'm ready. Okay. So if you had to, would you? And this lines up with the conversation we were having earlier. <laughs> Demolish an entire house with a tiny three-inch hammer, or... Have a demon living inside you. Demolish the house with a three-inch yep, hammer. I'll pick the hammer. <laughs> I would never pick that. <laughs> Who would? And we both were talking about wanting to, like, work with our hands. Yeah. So, we're good. I also had a child come into my store when I was working at Family Video in Powderly that's no longer open. <laughs> um, I used to, I had a child come in who rented a horror movie and she was like, I just want to be possessed by the devil and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's real and you should never hope for that. Oh my God. Yeah, for real. That's insanity. It's not great. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. We really appreciate it. You don't understand. We how really, much. really appreciate it. This is not our day job, and we just really want it to be. So, thank you so much for listening. Head on over, follow us on all things social media. Follow our new beautiful website that Kay put together. Um, definitely head over and check out our sponsors if you can <laughs> yeah because we're big time in it yeah and um 
head on over to Lexington Bucky, check out all those reading sources. Anyone who's looking for a new book, definitely look over there because she oh, is yeah. incredible, especially her shit about like witchery yes. and things like that. Like I want that fucking book that gets you a free crystal and like a bundle of sage or some Me bullshit. Too. That, like, <laughs> I yeah. just want it all. So, okay. So thank you guys so much for listening. You're amazing. We love you. And definitely remember you are not a monster. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Cricket. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.